0: Aspiring headliner QSC.
1: Today we're welcoming London-based singer-songwriter Nagyedi onto the podcast. Um, so, hello, Ed, as you're obviously known as in real life. Um, how are you doing? Hello, this sun- lovely
0: sunny day. I love it. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, thanks for. we have a tiny garden. We live in the middle of um, in the middle of the urban jungle, but we still still have a little garden, and uh, I just love it. I grew up in the countryside of Hungary, so uh, being outdoor is super important to me, and like uh, being connected with nature. Well, here in our garden, there's a wall, <laughs> so not trees and stuff like that, but it still it it makes me feel really good.
1: Yeah, nice to have the outside space, Bit of sun doesn't hurt in England ever, does it? So,
0: yeah, that's lovely yeah. to hear <laughs> drink the
1: fresh air for once. Exactly. Um, so how have you been spending this year so far? What's been going on
0: with you? Well, it was a it was an, um, super exciting year for me. Um, first of all, actually, um, let's start with um, moving to, to the UK because it was actually just two years ago. Um, when I moved to the UK, a little bit more, two and a half. And um, and um, and then soon after that, I became a mom. I mean, like, <laughs> pretty soon, <laughs> I can say. So it was like, uh, moving to London was one big change um, in my life. And then uh, becoming a mother was another big change. And then this whole... Pandemic was uh, like a worldwide giant change for everyone. I think so. Um, the last two years were about changes for me and uh, good ones. Mm, that's uh, so, good. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it was amazing. I feel like um, I'm one of the luckiest person, um, especially musicians uh, in um, in the lockdown because. Um, Well, there's no lockdown anymore, so I used to be um, the luckiest person, one of the luckiest ones, because um, I think I would have stayed at home probably because of the pregnancy and um, expecting the baby and then having the baby um, anyway. Um, So for me, it wasn't as painful to skip gigs, to not being able – uh, to stand up on the stage mm-hmm. and uh, play live. So it was it was it was the most wonderful excuse for me actually. And then um I'm I'm missing it now <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So now now as it's over. It was like one year, one and a half year of pandemic. Um it was quite enough. <laughs> so Absolutely. Now it's becoming painful again. Yeah. yeah. And
1: you, you mentioned obviously you're from Hungary um, and a, you're a defining figure of the alternative music scene in your home country. So
0: what is the music scene like over there? Um, it's very buzzing. Um, there's a lot happening still. And I can see my friends, uh, musicians I played with at home, um, to perform again. So it's um, it's getting alive. It's getting back to normal, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's um, good to hear. So, so it's, it's great, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, just like I did, uh, most of the musicians started recording more, um, working more on songs at home, m- making uh, more videos, or just writing more songs. So I think The way we, we look at making music has changed a lot. So like, we all had to find a solution to, to, to make music and to stay connected with our fans from our room, like from a living room or from bathroom or whatever we have. So, um, I think, I think it was a big change for everyone, Okay. but it's getting back to normal. Yes,
1: yeah, so it's great that it's getting back to normal, isn't it? Slowly, slowly yeah. things are opening. There's a few events here yeah. and there, limited audience. So, all going in the right yeah. direction, hopefully. I think so.
0: Yes, it looks like that. I hope so. So maybe if not even this summer, but the next summer has to be, has to be like um, full of festivals and uh, outdoor events. I really that's hope what so. I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah, I think
1: people will feel more confident about it by then. Probably the organizers as well. If, if everything goes well. So that's um, what we're hoping for, of course. Um, and in terms of your music, what influenced you growing up then? What were your
0: musical influences? Who were you listening to? Um, it's, um, it's a tough question. And um, I have to tell you that I always felt embarrassed a little bit lately in the last some years uh, when uh, when somebody asked me this. Um, because I actually stop listening to music because, um, there's always some kind of music, uh, vocal melodies, uh, lyric ideas, uh, or even beats in my head. Mm -hmm. And, uh, to, to, to be able to focus on those, um, I need silence and, um, so people ask me, like, what, what music do you listen to or, or are you listening to now? And I'm like, mm, well, actually, um, well, nothing. So mm-hmm. I, still, I still like music, of course, and I listen to other stuff. But, uh, but when I'm writing something or when, or when I would like to write something, I'm waiting for some, some kind of um, uh, idea to pop up. Um, I prefer staying in silence um, because for me, there's always music somewhere in my head so I can I can hear the music I'm listening to but nobody else can <laughs> so 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 I'm I'm kind of being inspired from the inside and um, all those people say unique vocal melodies I write those come from 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 this silence actually okay but interesting. I yeah, it's very interesting. And um, I, stopped feeling, I stopped feeling embarrassed because of this. So I'm like, that's me. Um, that's me now. But I used to, I used to listen to jazz. Uh, also, like, um, I was a big fan. I still am. Um, I like Portish Head, um, Nine Inch Nails. That's another that's another okay. line of genres. <laughs> and also like Nina Simone, I listen to her a lot. Uh, the big pop classic divas like Whitney Houston or a little bit more like R&B. When I was a teenager, I f- totally fell in love with Alicia Keys. And, oh, yeah. um, Song and, Delay uh, Minor, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and I still love her. Uh, I just stopped listening to her like twenty four seven, just like I did. Mm. I used to do that. So, um, oh, there's a lot. Like, um, and that's why my music is is um, is a mix of a lot of genres. It's very hard to describe. So that's another tough question what people usually ask. And what what kind of music do you play, or do you make, or do you create, or do you do? Um, I'm like, well. I have you got half an hour <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. listen to my answer? Because <laughs> um, it's kind of like this, like it's, it's a mix of everything, like a lot of, a lot of different influences, I think.
1: Mm, okay. Are you inspired by um, traditional Hungarian music at all? Does that inspire your work? Or is it, like you said, all kinds of different things?
0: Yeah, and even traditional Hungarian <laughs> music. Yeah, I love those melodies, uh, those folk melodies and um and since I've got a baby, we started listening to to these um kids songs or songs for songs for babies and uh, those songs are actually folk songs, Hungarian folk songs and um i found the, I found a YouTube channel that is like super great instrumentals and uh, lovely voices, and it's like a very a very good taste uh of music and um and I think um, the one I wrote um, for for you actually, <laughs> when we were testing the the speakers, um, that was kind of inspired by all those kids' songs I've listened to.
1: Oh, okay, it was such uh, a beautiful yeah. song. Yeah, I'm a prayer. That was what it was called, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, th- thank you. I think that's a beautiful one. Yeah, we should record it again. Like. Yeah, I really like it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a wonderful song. And um, you touched on, obviously, you've moved to London. Um, Was that because of, for musical
0: reasons? Is that why you decided to move here a couple of years ago? Um, It was, um, I felt like I was stuck a little bit in in all areas of my life. And... um, we recorded my my uh, LP and then we released it and we had a release party and after that, the musicians in my band um, announced that they don't have enough they didn't have enough time and energy for this project. so they were gonna quit the band and I was like, um, well this is this is like the most terrible timing I could ever imagine." Um, and I did it so many times. I've changed musicians. I was looking for the perfect guitarist. It's very hard to to set up a band when, which is actually so. So they were not session musicians; they were like um, real band members. But st- still, had to play my songs, the songs I wrote, mm-hmm. and it's very hard to to. I don't know to be in a band like fully with your heart and with all your time and energy, and uh, to dedicate your life uh, to one band like that if if the songs are not really yours. And um, I I understood it like I accepted this and um, I decided to 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 go somewhere abroad to take a little break actually and to figure out. How to how to I don't know like I felt like I need to be more independent as a musician in order Mm -hmm. to finally do what I really want to do Um, and for that I still need time and um, and uh, and practice and uh, like learning instruments and learning to produce my own songs and um, and at the same time I love playing with other musicians on the stage so it's a it's a very special thing so anyway I decided to take a little break and um um, just few people know about me that I used to work as a marketing specialist so I studied marketing and economics I'm the worst economist in the world probably (laughs) because I just I'm just not interested in the whole thing at all But, um, but I love marketing, especially the communication part of it. So I used to work as a PR uh, specialist and, um, and, uh, and a marketer for different multinational companies. And that's like a, the opposite of, of my true self, I think. <laughs> but, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I've learned a lot from it. So now... I don't have to ask people to, to manage my Facebook page or, um, <laughs> or I don't have to ask anybody. Okay, I'm sure that there are people who can write better press releases than me, but still I don't have to, like I, I can do it on my own. Mm. Um, so it's, it was a very useful some years. Um, so I used to work for a, for a little company as a freelancer. Um, I managed their uh, online uh, presence like, um, in general. And this agency offered jobs abroad, and I remember that I was sitting on a bus um and uh thinking about oh, maybe i should I should go abroad for like some months and uh, and uh, work a little bit and just like do something else and forget about this whole thing, just give space to my ideas and um but that time they didn't have any job opportunities in uh, in the UK, and I didn't really want to speak German any <laughs> yeah. anymore, and I can't even. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but I used to. So, and um, and improving my English it would have been. That I wrote English songs as well and Hungarian songs, but of course, like my my English needs some improvement. Um, not just my dictionary, uh, but uh, also my pronunciation. So I was like, maybe I should go to the UK, but, well, there's no jobs. And I'm not kidding. In like 10 minutes, I received an email from the agency saying, look, we've got like 25 hotels in all around the UK offering jobs. And, um, And can you please write a post about it and just like make the website and uh, etc and i'm sitting there like oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah that was fast (laughs) so um and i was like okay then this is maybe a sign that this idea uh is something to follow and um so i actually came to the uk in the middle of the uk for some months but i wasn't a big fan of the job (laughs) so uh and i've got i had i still have a friend um in London. And she said, look, if you want to come to London and I can host you for some weeks till you find something for yourself. And um, so after three months, I just moved to, to London. And I actually always had a feeling that it's, it's a calling for me, that I, for any reasons, have to come here and I have to be in London. And when I was here as a tourist some years ago, I kind of felt like home. It's 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 I don't know maybe in one of my previous lives mm-hmm. I used to live here or I don't know there is some kind of very strong connection between the architecture here and me or the people the vibe uh, and everything and it's very sad that in the pandemic I didn't have many chances to <laughs> to look around yeah sure um, but that time I wasn't I wasn't a tourist anymore so. Mm, I actually moved here and um, and some people some friends at home uh, kind of guessed that I'm not gonna go back <laughs> so okay uh, and I said well yeah so and I didn't go back they were right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it worked out Fantastic. fine so far though, so that's
1: great. And um, I saw recently you released your single Out of This World as an NFT and it made you the first Hungarian artist to embrace the format. So that's really cool. What, what interested you about, um, you know, doing it as an NFT? How does that work with your music
0: and what does it mean? It's, uh, it's still something that we are experimenting at home and the idea came from my husband um and he started talking about these NFTs and I was just looking at him like, what's this? I didn't understand the word. Um, so like actually a month before the release, I had no idea about what NFTs are. And um, but he kept talking about it, he kept talking about it, <laughs> and then and I was like, I still don't understand <laughs> how how this works. And um and he started reading about it, like very deeply, like uh, doing research about the whole um, NFTs. He he's got more ideas about the blockchain technology itself. So uh, for him, it wasn't that new as um, as it was to me. And uh, and then um, I kind of liked it actually. It's a new way, and I'm I'm getting tired of of different socials. Um, honestly it's just like it's the same thing and uh, one of them doesn't even work really whatever a schedule it's not going to be like the way i imagined so and then the other one is just like yeah okay i'm there i'm posting but it's still not that thing what i was looking for and um and i also like creating other stuff like mixing visuals with um with sound of course creating a video you need time and um well, thanks God, maybe money not that much, depending on what your idea is. Uh so you can create a cool video for your music just like sitting on the sofa. But um so it's 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 a it's a new way to to mix visuals and audio because it's very it's very hard. Like I didn't understand how we can release my song on a on a platform that only um Um, offers like visual Mm -hmm. art. So I was just sitting there and and, and I didn't understand the whole thing. And then my husband explained it to me. Uh, And also you have to be like, um, obviously very careful with releasing a song and selling it as a unique uh, non-fungible token as it is. Uh, Because then you actually sell the rights of your song so it's still something that I'm sure that other musicians are experimenting with as well mm-hmm. not just me we all are trying to figure out what it is and what it can um provide as um uh for artists um and how this whole system works um but I feel like it's a, it's it it can be the future for for artists as well so we all know that it's very hard to to like you spend a lot of time with improving your skills, writing a song, releasing it, and sometimes nobody will hear it ever, mm. so like promotion wise and 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 sometimes we just do it lifelong and still starve every month so yeah. <laughs> um I'm sure that every artist was at this stage or or most of most of us and um, this might be a good opportunity to appreciate it Mm -hmm. as much as uh, as an artist deserves to be Mm -hmm. appreciated okay and also of course because every everything turned into like uh, online uh in the pandemic I think that's why people found it a good opportunity to kind of have an exhibition or collection exhibited on a screen, of course. But still, um, you can uh, share and even sell your art. Um, so we are still experimenting with it. And, um, and we actually started a new project. Uh, it's more like a visual project, but it's called... Um, So we started creating eye drop NFTs and uh, for this, my husband created a website where you can just like, um, you can just touch the screen and, or, or just like um, find your own eye. I mean, it's like a very basic um, um, design uh, for eyes, like eye drops and uh, it keeps changing. So you can just screen grab the one that you can resonate with, uh, where you can feel that like I don't know, it looks like your eyes, or right, okay. or you just like it. So it's pretty cool. It's very simple, and you just screen grab it, and then you can create whatever you want out of that eye. And then my husband is gonna create the NFTs out of the the screen grab eye. Okay, and uh, interesting. the creator yeah it's very interesting um i actually started creating one every day and i have a new instagram channel for it because it looks cool because these are just like circles colorful circles with different drawings on them <laughs> and it looks pretty cool like <laughs> in a gallery mm-hmm. so so it's it's a cool thing it's um uh, it's it's actually it makes me feel like i don't know it's like chilling it's very meditative to just draw for like 10 minutes or <laughs> so mm-hmm. so and also you can attach any kind of music to it so from now on i'm sure that i'll be releasing um my songs as nft as well in a unique form maybe not the way we did with uh, with the with the latest uh, single i mean there's that's like a very um intimate very personal song which i wrote about actually my son and um and the lyrics are a little bit like it sounds like he sang it to me okay i mean i wish he thought he would think that (laughs) (laughs) um uh if somebody's gonna listen to the to the song then it it will all make sense, I think. Um so that's why we are in the in the cover art. And um so maybe it's gonna be like more abstract because I like painting I I, I would say like using uh brushes and colors (laughs) and Mm -hmm. great stuff. Uh I also like photography. Um it's a lot of opportunity for those who are just like not like um Mm, or who want to try something new and also you can sell your thing and you can get your um your uh, percentage after each sale i think i don't want to actually educate people about nfts especially uh, because i'm still learning yes yeah, so. yeah. but if someone's interested uh, i think it's a good it's a good opportunity and there's a lot of great uh, visual art everywhere mm. as nfts
1: yeah, that's right. There's a lot of information going out about that, and um, yeah, it, it sounds like as well that becoming a mother has really had a big impact on your songwriting as well. How has that changed the kind of music that you write, and in terms of your influences
0: for your music and your inspiration? Um, I'm sure it um, it has changed due to to becoming a mother, just like as we mentioned. Um, mm, the Hungarian folk um line or um or the the latest single that is actually about being a mother uh otherwise it's just technically it <laughs> makes it slow <laughs> <a little> bit <laughs> because of of course you don't have as much time for yourself anymore as um as you used to have, so you can't just like um work on a song all day and um and um, like in between have two coffees um it's it's not like that anymore so it makes it a little bit slower but also i've noticed that my songs are not as depressive as they used to be <laughs> okay. so uh, most of my songs are i usually write songs about hard uh situations um emotions caused by hard situations in my life, they, they usually are about like a moment just like a moment and because my brain just spins all day, sometimes the moment moment, what I'm writing about is enough for like two verses and three choruses <laughs> and four bridges, so I don't really follow um, um, classic song structures actually, mm, Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's just one thing so um, well I talk too much I don't even remember the question <laughs> anymore I talk so much <laughs> no no you're all good you're just saying about your, you know becoming a mother
1: influencing your songwriting and oh, yeah. your songs are not as um, depressing oh, yeah. anymore that's what you said I <laughs> oh, am yeah,
0: not depressing not as depressing anymore so it's not depressing actually I used to call them bittersweet mm-hmm. because um Uh, The lyrics are always about, yeah, this, uh, this is the trouble. (laughs) That's the problem. That's the, that's the, that's the thing it caused. And this is the way you can climb out of the depth. (laughs) So um, it's, it's, it always always has some kind of uh, life lesson at the end. And this uh, never give up, um, go on, still be happy even though there are like a lot of things going on. So I I usually write songs about this.
1: Okay, yeah, nice that they have um, a message and a meaning and a, some optimism, yeah. you know, at the end, that sounds good. Um, and um, you, you sort of touched on this earlier. So you were of course, part of our a QSC Come Back Bigger Try This At Home campaign kind of yeah. recently. And you recorded that lovely performance at home using their PA system. So how did you find the experience of doing that?
0: Oh my God, I loved it. I loved it. First of all, that time, I didn't even have speakers at home. <laughs> so it was like, oh my God, we're going to have speakers on giant ones. <laughs> we're having a party. And uh, and the baby loved it as well. So he, he he loves music. And it wasn't a problem at all that, that we had a gig every day. Mm-hmm. And um those speakers are are like really, really great, and they made me feel like I'm having a gig um, I felt like i was I was on a stage and and um we live in a small studio flat now, uh but because of the neighbors they they don't really care about anything. I can sing, I can record, I can sing the whole four rows of the lyrics. Mm. even 100 times (laughs) so and nobody cares and because of this it's very hard to move out (laughs) so um, we actually we we love it um it's uh it's tight but lovely and um it's got a little stage actually inside and um and um and we, we literally had a gig here so it's like, um, on the stage, I was standing on the stage, and but then we moved the speakers to to the corner. So, but it was great. Yeah. I, I was very thankful and I'm still thankful for that opportunity. And it was super expiring. Expiring? It's fi- <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine. Far- uh, I know
1: what you mean. No, in- it was great to see you. It was super
0: inspiring. Unfortunately, it has expired. But it has no. expired now, no, but it was inspiring. It, yes. it was inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I loved it.
1: Yeah, it was nice to see um, you clearly enjoyed using it. And I know your baby made a cameo, didn't he, in it with the, helping you out with everything? So that was great. Um, really lovely video. And what did you think of um, in terms of setting it up? Did you find it easy? What did you think of the sound quality?
0: Um, it was super easy like um i'm i'm not technical really but of course this wasn't the first time i had to set up a pa system mm-hmm. or uh, or like plug uh, things together that make makes sounds so um, i'm 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 not a beginner in this but but i'm still not technical so and it was just like so obvious everything i i haven't checked any manuals um the biggest problem was to decide where to put it um which corner to pick. Um, it was like, I don't know, it was like super easy. I oh, felt like. Um, so it's the, it's a profession. Yeah, the sound was amazing, of course, it was like a, and it was really good to finally sing because um, I've got this um, very strong, loud voice, which when I was a kid, I felt uh, ashamed of. Actually, I was like, um, I sang in a in a in a school choir, but like this, because mm. ah, yeah. yeah. I knew that I knew that if I'm like, ah, then everybody's gonna look at me like, oh, <laughs> excuse true. me, what's what's going on? You are like louder than the whole choir. So and I felt ashamed because nobody told me that. Look, but this is cool. You have to let it out. Yeah, let it out. Oh, yeah, just let it out, so as a kid nobody um nobody showed me a mirror there hmm, you sh- shouldn't be ashamed of your voice, you should be proud of it, and it took me quite long years um I started singing what I, I, I maybe earlier than than talking and um but that was of course different, so I always sang and um and um uh, and i I remember asking people that wasn't it too bad? Like, was it okay? Like, were the pitches good? As like 11 years old (laughs) or something. (laughs) And people just say, I mean, like what do you care? You just look, just like saying and whatever. So it was always very important to me because I could hear when it wasn't perfect. And, um, And I was just like this. And the same thing's happening when you live with a baby in the studio. (laughs) Uh, So it's like, when you sing a lullaby, of course, you're not going to be like, screaming, you're going to be like, and then, um, and then we got the speakers and, uh, and the task was to let it out. (laughs) And I felt like, oh my God, my whole body was shaking. I felt like, like, um. I don't know, like um, just like setting, being free mm. again. It's just like um, it was amazing. It was like that, this was the, the coolest part in the whole thing. I think that really my, when I let my voice out, uh, when I forget about everything surrounding, uh, it, makes, it makes my whole body shake it's like um it's so much power inside mm-hmm. and um it's been held back for a while and um and when it comes out then oh wow so maybe i shouldn't because the neighbors don't care i shouldn't care but, that's lucky uh, yeah but yeah so so sometimes i do it and i'm after that i'm like i have to meditate <laughs> it was so great <laughs> yeah. uh, and on the stage and that's why i miss it because on the stage that's what you have to do you have to be 100% and you 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 can't help you can't hold yourself back from being who you are because otherwise nobody cares mm. right i mean if you're not into the whole thing then you just lose the audience the, the attention of them and um it it happened to me when i had these stupid things like I I think I was 20. I went to a producer back in in Budapest. And he listened to me. Uh, I sang Alanis Morissette songs, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I had to clap. And I was standing there like, (laughs) what is he checking? Like, of course, I can clap (laughs) to the rhythm. Like, I didn't (laughs) understand. Anyway, he said, "Uh, my voice is great. I'm super talented. I'm just like spot on but my English is terrible. Oh. And I was standing there and I was like, well, wow. so I actually stopped singing. I didn't care about all the good things he said. I only cared about the one negative thing, which was my English. And since that, I still have this fear that my English is terrible. And and and, and that time I was 20, it was ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I could still sometimes feel like, oh my God, my, my, my English is terrible. And so I shouldn't even sing maybe. No, well, it's oh my, absolutely
1: fantastic, your English.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Oh, thank you. I was I was scared that you're not going to uh, understand what I'm saying because sometimes when I ask for a coffee or something, people are like, are you from another planet? <laughs> <laughs> and, and also when I watch my video that I recorded for you about the, the, the PA system, I I watched it and I was like, oh my god, I finally understood <laughs> why people didn't understand me. <laughs> no, you're very easy to understand. Your English is oh. perfect. Oh well, that's cool. Yeah, that nothing to cool. worry about I, there. I, nothing to worry about. Okay. That's great. <laughs> so maybe it, it it still made sense to move to the UK then. Mm. Um well it, it did anyway. I'm I'm super happy here. So I found love. Um I started um, working on my own songs, which is like a big step for me. Mm. And also uh, my plan for the future is so maybe I'm just going to let this summer go and not being stressed about um, skipping gigs and things like that. Because first of all, I really want to see my, my family Uh, In Hungary, and I want them to see my son after one year, first time. So it seems like it's going to happen this summer and um, record my songs. I've got like, I don't even know how many, like I'm, I'm currently working on three and uh, it feels like uh, maybe it's going to be an EP and um, instead of like singles, after each other. So um, I just let this, um, this uh, playing live thing um, go for this summer and I focus on the next one when I can finally uh, mm, perform alone on my own with a with new setup. Um, so it's going to be different, uh, definitely. Okay, well that's good that you've got loads of things coming up um professionally,
1: music wise, and just that you can visit your family after all this time. So that's wonderful to hear you've got all these great plans for the future and hopefully the rest of this year. So um what Thank should we look out for you um from you, sorry, about your music? Are you planning on um doing anything else this year
0: with that? Um I will definitely uh release songs, maybe not in the summer or during the summer uh but in um in september
1: okay,
0: okay so there's gonna be more songs and um i'm i'm working on them so uh, i'm probably gonna work together with musicians uh like um there's a bass player who found me on a, on on an application it's like a great uh hungarian startup and it's called bandmap and it's it's pretty cool so you can just like uh, make your set up your own account and uh, set your location so actually this is a hungarian guy who lives somewhere in england and he found me and he really liked my songs so and he said that every time I need a I need real bass that definitely sounds better than the than the midi one um i mean that's what i think okay. <laughs> so um um he's going to he's going to play the the bass on them so okay. there's going to be like collaborations and also um i've been uh, working on a song it's actually done we just need to record it and finalize it uh with some of my um old friends back in hungary and uh, and also i've got um i met a dj on online i met him online it's so it's so weird because yeah i kind of met him but i've never mm. met him really yeah. in person and uh we have a one um it's like it's deep house this is not the first Time I um, cooperated with um, with DJs uh, on uh, deep house tracks, so I've released that, and we're gonna have more. Um, I don't know when exactly, but um, on um, I always share my music on 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 my YouTube channel that you can find uh, on the name of Nagyadi and uh, and on all streaming platforms. So. And also I have a, I have a, I have a great song, uh, one of the, I don't know, like it, now it's my favorite song. Um, it's called Fall in Love Again. And I wrote that song just before I met uh, my, uh, my husband.
1: Oh, lovely. And it,
0: yeah, and, and, and this song is about how tired I was of... Um, being alone and then I just I give it up being single and I really need somebody I think my words can be super strong or my thoughts because uh, just like with the job opportunity or with this lyrics uh I I create very interesting things um and for that I have an idea for a video and uh, with a dancer who who we met here in London and um so I've got like oh my god so many plans yeah lots of ideas (laughs) and plans yeah lots of ideas and plans and uh, and finally as the baby is getting bigger and bigger and more independent um it looks like I also have more time so
1: Mm. lots of creative stuff coming from you then okay I think that's a lovely optimistic note to end on so I just want to say thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today it's lovely to get to know you
0: yes same thank you I'm, I'm i'm super happy to be invited to this podcast and and, and talk about all these plans and and everything okay, and to introduce myself yes definitely thank, thank you
1: well we'll look out for what's coming next from you then um so thanks again and have a wonderful day
0: you too you too okay. thanks a lot bye thank you bye-bye
1: headliner radio supporting the creative community